Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn a Masechus Bikurim, Perak Aleph, Mishnah and Mishnah Vav. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basrup, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shamash, Shadavan, Uliyah, and Bishos, Rachel, Basavar, Gitol, and Daniel, Yezmans, Pari, Rachel, they should be Gemesh, Rosh, Kayama, Bekarav, Mamish. Now, the previous Mishnah, we spoke about Gerim, so we're going to continue talking about them. Rebel Yazar ben Yaakov, Emir Rebel Yazar ben Yaakov says, Isha Bas Gerim, Laitinas, Alikahuna. A woman who's the daughter of Gerim, which means not only are her parents Gerim, but it could be that her parents are not Gerim, but her grandparents or great-grandparents were Gerim. So she's not a Maria Kaihain. It has to be that at least her mother is a full-fledged Yisraelis, meaning her mother's lineage, her mother's yichas, all the way up the line, has to come from Yidin, and there can't be any Gerim involved. Now, the reason for this is because we're very makbid when it comes to the yichas of Kaihanim. Kaihanim have to be extra careful with who they marry, and therefore, according to Rebbe ben Yaakov, they're not allowed to even marry a woman who's a full-fledged Yid, but her parents, her grandparents, her great-grandparents were Gerim. And the Mishnah clarifies, Echad Gerim ve'echad Avadim Mishnah. This is talking about her parents, her grandparents, her great-grandparents being Gerim or freed slaves. We know that a non-Jewish slave, once he's freed, or once she is freed, becomes a Jew. A kind is not to marry a woman who in her ancestry has Avonim Shecharim. As says Mishnah Vafilu Adasar Daris, this is even up until 10 generations, and it's not specifically 10 generations, it even means all the way back to Yaakov Avinu. Until her mother is a full-fledged Yisraelis with none of these in their yichos. But now going back to Bikurim, and who brings Bikurim, and who says the parsha of Bikurim, the Mishnah says, Ho'apotropis. An apotropis, what's an apotropis? So we've had this before in previous Masechtas. An apotropis is someone who manages the estate of Yosemim. So you have a fellow who passed away, and either before he passed away, or afterwards, someone was appointed to take care of all of his possessions. And the reason why we need this apotropis is because the Yosemim, the children that were left over, are Ketanim, they're under Bar Mitzvah, so they can't take care of it themselves. So therefore, this apotropis has to take care of this state. And now the trees grew their first fruits, and it's time to bring Bikurim, or Mahashaliach, a messenger. We have a fellow who was unable to bring his own Bikurim, so he appointed a Shliach to do it for him, Vehoeved, or a non-Jewish slave that's bringing his master's Bikurim, Vehoisha, or a woman. She's a single woman, she owns her own property, and her property grew some Bikurim, so she's bringing them. Vetumtum, or a person who we're not so sure if he's a man or a woman, and the reason why we're not so sure is because he has a piece of skin covering over the area where his private parts are. Vandrakinus, or a person who we're not so sure if it's a man or a woman, this is because they have the private parts of both a man and a woman. So in all these cases, Mivian Voloikiran, the person is going to bring Bikurin, but they're not going to say the Psukim. Why? Because they can't say, that you gave me Hashem. This land that the fruit came from is not considered Why is that? Well, by the Apotropos, it's easy. The Apotropos, he doesn't own this land. It belongs to the Yusayimim. The Shliach also. He's just a messenger for the guy that owns the land, but he doesn't own it. The Eved too. His master owns the land. He doesn't own it. Now, a woman, she might own the land, but it wasn't given to her as a Chalukah, as part of the division of Eretz Yisrael. When Yeshua went into Eretz Yisrael with Am Yisrael, so he divided up the land for the very first time, that land was only divided up among men and not women. So therefore, she can't say, Asher Nosatoli Hashem. And a Tumtum and Androgynous, we don't know if it's a man or a woman, so they also can't say it. Moving on to Mishnah Vav. A person bought two trees in his friend's field. Maybe the Kaire, he's going to bring Bikurim from those trees, but he's not going to say the Psukim. Rameir Aymer, Mayor says, Maybe the Kaire, he brings Bikurim and he says the Psukim. 
What's the machlokes between the Tanakam and Rav Meir? So the Tanakam is unsure of when you buy two trees from your friend, does your friend also sell you the land under those trees, or is he only selling you the tree? So therefore, the Tanakam says he has to bring Bikurim, but he's not going to say the Psukim, because we don't know if this fellow owns land. He owns trees, but he might not own land. Rav Meir says, of course, if you buy two trees, your friend is also selling you the land, so you could say the Psukim. But what a Paschal like Rav Meir. Moving on to another case. A fellow has trees and he has land, but then Yavash Hamayan, the Mayan, the spring which waters his tree, dried up. Or Niktaso Elon, his tree got cut down. And before this happened, he already had fruit growing on the tree. So in this case, maybe the Kaire, he's gonna bring Bikurim, but he's not gonna say the Psukim. Rabbi Hudaimir, Rabbi Huda says, maybe the Kaire. He brings Bikurim. And he says the Psukim. What's Machlek is Tanakam and Rabbi Huda? So the Tanakama holds that since there's no water source for this tree, or since the tree got cut down, it's as if he doesn't have land, so he can't say the Psukim. Whereas Rabbi Huda says, just because the tree got cut down, or he doesn't have a water source, that doesn't mean he doesn't have land. The land hasn't gone anywhere, so he's going to say the Psukim. And we don't Paschal like Rabbi Huda either. Moving on, the Mishnah tells us, The person wants to bring his Bikurim anytime from Shvuas until Sukkis. Mevi Vikhaire. He brings his Bikurim and he says the Psukim. Why is that? Because the Pasuk says, You should rejoice with all the good. And that means that Bikurim needs to be brought at a time of rejoicing, at a time of Simcha, and that's when the harvest takes place, which is from Shavuos until Sukkis. But Menachag Vada Chanukah, if the person wants to bring his Bikurim from Sukkis until Chanukah, He's going to bring them, but he's not going to say the Psukim. He's going to still bring Bikurim because there are still some fruits that are harvested after Sukkot up until Chanukah. But he's not going to say the Psukim because that's not the main time of Simcha. As we said, the main time of Simcha is before Sukkot, not afterwards. Whereas Rabbi Huda ben Beseira says, Maybe he's going to bring his Bikurim from after Sukkot until Chanukah. Vikhaire, and he's also going to say the Psukim. What does Rabbi Huda ben Beseira hold? So he says that the Pasuk of Samachta B'chal is not telling us that we have to bring Bikurim at a time of Simcha. It just means that when you bring Bikurim, you have to be B'Simcha. So therefore, you can always say these Psukim. But we're not Paschal like Rabbi Huda ben Beseira. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Zion and Ches. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.